I'm John. And I'm Jason. And this is Digital Divination on the No Direction Network. for episode 89 of digital mm-hmm. divination jason it's been a pretty busy gen con week huh it's been an exciting weekend um i didn't get to go uh i didn't Me neither choose to go but um but i am coming to you from a different place and it's not in indiana i'm still in seattle here um so i, I got a new gaming computer and uh normally i record in the office anyway which is my bedroom uh but someone's using that right now but this is the old computer in a weird place, basically in my library of board games. Um, nice. And so nice. I am just recording on here until I can get everything off this computer for recycling purposes, you know, just sort of nice. wipe it clean. But I haven't had a chance to do that yet because I'm working on a project on it. <laughs> so did you build the gaming computer or did you buy it? I bought it. I bought it pre-built, honestly, because I I, you know, I don't I don't know too much. I'm not that kind of a not that kind of a computer gamer oh honestly. Well, well can you tell us what you got sure i i mean i could tell you it's it's from lenovo and it's okay. one of the, like their legion oh line of of, of computers yeah. and it's pretty nice um i don't quite remember all the specs because i had a friend of mine sort of like say this one looks good and i was like all right good and then i scooped uh desktop or last laptop a, a desktop desktop yeah okay yeah i know mm-hmm. the legions are really that's that's yeah. a good that's a good line yeah. yeah, did you get a four thousand series video card in it? I or? think I did. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, one of the cool. one of the good one of the high ones. Um nice. high, one of the high numbers. And um uh one thing that I sort of started playing on it right away is this game from I don't know, maybe earlier this year or late last year called Everspace Two, which is kind of a space combat simulator and mm-hmm. it's been pretty fun. It's got it's basically like an RPG, but instead of a character you have a ship. And so you're getting mm-hmm. upgrades of like web, different weapons and shields and hull and stuff like that. So it's it's a great game to be playing now, especially with, with the uh, announcements uh, coming from Pfizer. Announcements. I was busy running oh, games busy. at Gen Con. I was, mm. you know, I, I ran I ran my adventure uh, mm-hmm. for folks at Gen Con. That was really exciting. The um, so it was a nine to twelfth level adventure and did some HQ. Did something happen at Gen Con? Something else? Oh, I mean, you know, there was a lot of talk about the remaster, a lot of talk about oh, yeah. Rage of Elements for Pathfinder. Oh, yeah. And I John, heard that. Yeah. Oh, that's very fun. But also, yeah. the big announcement uh, that we're probably the most interested in uh, is the Starfinder 2nd Edition. It's coming. It's it's on the table now. It's fully announced and on the table. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I You know, I will say I woke up a little late for the keynote because it started mm. at 7 a.m. our time. Oh yeah, I um, watched it later. But at about seven thirty, I got it on, and shortly thereafter, that they brought on Thirsty and the Starfinder team, yeah. and yeah, so they announced uh, Starfinder two point mm-hmm. uh, coming out twenty twenty five, with Makes a playtest coming out twenty twenty four, and a right. field test available now. That's right. Uh, it's a lot of stuff. A lo- I, and I was. I was 
surprised. Good. I was surprised. It was a. It was that means we kept it secret enough. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, if you think it. about it, um, like about a month ago, a month, uh, six weeks ago, you, I, and Ron talked about the future of of Starfinder, past, present, and future, mm-hmm. and we thought, you know, in a couple of years we'd be seeing Starfinder coming out. But yeah. I was thinking maybe it was still three years down the road. I, I can imagine. I yeah, I think you did say that. Um, and you know, before I had left and then come back, like, well, you know, about this time last year, there were sort of talk. I mean, there's was talks about second edition Starfinder, like three years after it started, really. Like there was a lot of talk like from there. And then that didn't, it wasn't the right time last year. It really kind of at the time wasn't the right time, but I think the OGL stuff really Mm -hmm. fast tracked everything and said, well, let's do, you know, we don't want to put out too much more Starfinder under the OGL uh, since we're doing the re- with the remaster project for for Pathfinder Second Edition, and so they just were like, "Oh, let's start doing it." <laughs> so they picked a lane. There was the, the 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 big thing was just sort of deciding what Starfinder Second Edition would be, right? Um, and then just sort of at this point, sort of with the idea of saying, "Oh, we'll just make it fully compatible with Pathfinder Second Edition, but with its own classes and you know its own core rulebook." I imagine. Um, yeah, and, they said uh, that there, uh, there, there yeah. would be a, a, a new core rulebook coming out. Yeah, yeah, in 2025. 20, well, yeah. you know, what's interesting is in the announcement in the video, you see the very first thing that they show is Starfinder 2.0 and then the three action economy. Sure, <laughs> yeah, they want to make sure that you know that this is going to be okay. that. Yeah, yeah, so so that that's a really you know, like a really really big driver. And, um, you know, some people mentioned, um, you know, when Starfinder Enhanced was announced, it was going to be mm-hmm. like Pathfinder Ultimate. Um, is that right? Unchained. 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 Yeah, Pathfinder yeah. Unchained. So, you know, it's like Starfinder 1.5. And um, I I I didn't get this, quite the sense that it was going to be like that. Um, no. You know, but that's what people were talking about. And, of course, yeah. we're... We can't really say much more about it. It's not coming out for a couple more months now. Um, but I I am excited about 2.0 and them being able to make a lot of big changes, um, not just the three-action economy, because there's mm-hmm. lots of little niggling errata and yeah. you, know, just, you know, thinking about some of the things I know are coming out in, in uh, Starfinder Enhanced, being able to in, incorporate those and buff them up even more. Sure, uh, yeah second edition um um so i'm pretty excited about that now one of the things i did hear and now i can't say who i heard this from mm-hmm. is okay. that uh so mech again i i had heard and i don't know if this is true or not for mm-hmm. sure and i'm not asking you to confirm this by the way i'm sure yeah speculate here mechageddon is the last uh is the first starfinder ap that's going to be all in one volume a book first one of those coming out Yes and no. Well, the Scoured Stars is stars different. is slightly different, right? But it is also yeah. that's also going to be one book, but it is a compilation of adventures. Right, that but kind what I'm of saying the first one, that, adventure path, but it's okay. The first one that was developed as a book, right? yes, yeah, because that's... like um, uh, Dead Sons is a book now. I got it. Right, right? Yes, that's true. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So the first one developed as a book, but and and this is the this is some uh, guessing on my part here and some. Mm-hmm. It's also the last AP that we're going to have for first edition. Comes out next year, right? Um, so I think things are going to 
possibly be a little slow for Starfinder. It's possible. Yeah, as we get into the playtest next year. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And yeah. as we start moving forward, um, and maybe even enhanced as the last Starfinder first edition book. I don't, honestly, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, um, I don't know. It could I'm be, it guessing. could not be. I mean, that's the thing. It's like the Starfinder team, when Pathfinder went from first edition to second edition, there was the design team, which was working on that. But in the meantime, there was a lot of people who were developers in the campaign setting line and the player companion line and all those other rule books, you know, who were still making first edition con- adventure path. They were still right. making adventure uh, you know, content for first edition. Right. Um, as a matter of fact, there was a couple points when, uh, 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 Rob and Owen had to develop a first edition campaign setting book while also creating Starfinder, like while Starfinder was being created, right? right. Um, but the Starfinder team currently, as it stands, doesn't really have that capacity, right? right? We've got you know all the four people who were there. Uh, I think they're still hiring someone else as well, um, and uh, then they're but and they need to be sort of on deck for um, making Starfinder Second Edition, right? They need to be putting everything together because the Pathfinder design team is busy doing Pathfinder design, right? <laughs> We're still putting out, you know, whatever comes, you know, uh, Howl of the Wild still got to come out, you know, whatever mm-hmm. comes out after that, whatever comes out, whatever book these new uh, playtest classes that are coming out next month are going to be in. Right, um, right, right. Uh, those also. So the, while, while Bull, Jason Bullman and probably Mike Sayer will be helping, right? And who knows, maybe even me or, or somebody else, right, will be helping with the creation of Starfinder 2nd Edition. There's not a lot of people to be doing 1st Edition stuff still, honestly, right? Right. Um, right. So, yeah, whether or not they are going to carve out a little bit of time for someone to make another three-volume adventure path just to, as a last hurrah, or a small... Maybe another alien archive book might be easy to do, uh, uh, or a, a setting book. You know, another sort of like Courts of Call Two or something like you know something along those lines. Yeah, could be done. Well, um, and yeah. and you know you you kind of mentioned that, and I'm just thinking you know like Rage of Elements came out um, just now, right recently, and yes, and Pathfinder Remastered's already been announced. Yeah, making another setting book doesn't necessarily mean. That's something that's going to be strictly just a first edition thing, right? Could very True. well be looking forward and, and and work well with right second edition something, Starfinder as well. Something like, hey, here's Pack World's second edition with little bits of rules elements in it. Not so much as like Rage of Elements, which has right. been full is part of the full right, 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 fully compatible with the remaster. But like little things that you can put in there, like here's an item, here's a gun. By that point. We might know what all that looks like. Here's what an archetype looks like that you can use, right? right? We might know those things, um, uh, even because it'll be kind of going concurrently with the playtest of whatever development of that book would be, maybe. Right. Maybe, yeah. I mean, it's possible. It's possible. Um, I think it is, though, unlikely. Like you said, it's it's going to be tricky to do that. Mm-hmm. So we mm-hmm. might be seeing the end of the sort of first edition stuff. But, you know, all that thing, you know, that Starfinder Enhanced kind of coming out is to sort of tweak the first edition stuff to make it the best it can be so you can still if you don't want to join us in second edition then you can continue playing first edition stuff yeah and there's still two more years before second edition comes out yeah and then no, even yeah. when it comes out if you remember when <clears throat> pathfinder second edition came out not everybody jumped on board right away i mean there was a whole yeah. lot of uh weeping and gnashing of teeth at character creation 
So you know. some people, yeah, some people. Yeah, have for some people, problem. not experts yeah. like you, but you know. Well, I mean, that's, I don't think. Oh, you think because it was hard, character creation was difficult, or was it? it that yeah, it was, it was different. It, it was harder to figure out for some folks in that mm, transition okay, early enough. on. But right. now, hopefully, I mean, now there's so many tools, and I yeah. imagine that these tools will be brought to bear for mm-hmm. Starfinder Second Edition, and the fact that it's going to be fully compatible with Pathfinder Remastered. That right, I think it's going to be pretty straightforward. Honestly. But all the, yeah, I think so. All the lessons you learned for Pathfinder Remaster are going to be applied to Starfinder Second Edition to for like layout and ease of use and stuff like that. Um, I think it's already announced that like Nexus, uh, which yes, is, is going to have the Starfinder playtest stuff at the very least right off the bat. So you'll be able to make a character in that mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. if you have if you have that. Um, uh, someone has already taken the field test, which is something we haven't really talked about yet. And put it into Foundry, so wow, yeah. You, if you want to download that and you play it Starfinder, I don't know if if it's you know if it's got all the Pathfinder mechanics behind it as well, or if it's just something you can plop into your Pathfinder game. I'd have to look that up. Um, I know for a fact um, that uh, the week like week before last that um, a couple of people just started the Starfinder game. They were just talking about making characters for it. And Joe, Joe Pacini's in that. He's like, oh man, I'm going to have to go back and talk to everybody next week when we finally sit down to actually play. Sorry. Well, I knew this was coming, but you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Can't say anything. Yeah, boy. Well, I'm, I actually look forward to the full-blown play test and, yeah. and running that. And uh, yeah, I hope it gets um, plugged into Foundry right away. That'll make it really easy to run online yeah yeah definitely. yeah and at that point i'll probably move away from roll 20 altogether so um, that's fair yeah and just kind of go if, if there is really good support on on foundry for second because because i they're gonna have remastered already on there so if they have yeah. starfinder second edition kind of layered in there as well that that'll be that'll be really nice and then <laughs> We can do all those crossovers we talked about last episode. True, true, true. <laughs> I and now I want to just sort of say, I well, I knew this was coming uh, uh, before John did. Um, I, that last episode was actually me wanting to talk about crossovers. We just had the crossover episode of Star Trek: Future yeah. Worlds, and we just had. A, I was I was just talking a lot about crossovers with Ryan, and I was just it was on my mind. Um, I mean, it didn't hurt that I knew it, it was go, it was coming, but also that and that the two would be compatible. Um, but yeah. now it's so much easier. Yeah, it'll be so know? much easier. It'll be so much easier. It'll be <laughs> still. It's still like there's still some interesting things that I I want to see how they work out. Like, you know, if you look at so what we have now is a field test, which is a small slice of a, the soldier class, which is you know again right. it's kind of different. Uh, and then a little bit of like here's some gear and here's a couple monsters and here's like all the things you kind of need to do to plug this into the Pathfinder Second Edition chassis and and test that out. Um, and they have stuff like you know tech like tech the tech trait. And I'm going to be curious about how that's all going to work out all together. Like, so the compatibility to me is, is interesting. It's, it's not something that I would do both ways necessarily. Um, I necess- wouldn't necessarily take Starfinder stuff and then just plunk it into Pathfinder. But if you're taking, uh, you know, a Pathfinder rogue and plopping them into Starfinder, they have access. It's like they have access to the guns and, and stuff like that. And the way mm-hmm. it seems mm-hmm. to work, at least right now, is that, you know, you look at, the laser pistol in the in the field test is a simple weapon. It is a weapon that wizards 
have access to essentially, right? <laughs> oh, a wizard with a laser pistol now. Laser wizard. So you yep. can do something when you run out of spells? Uh, I mean, when are you going to run out of spells? You always got cantrips. What are you talking about? <laughs> That's true. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, but yeah, know, so, yeah. It's interesting. Um, I, was, I was reading through the field test, and one of the things that you mentioned last time was laser wolves. Oh, yeah, and sure enough, the laser wolf, and they call it Dastari, but they say laser wolf, Dastari, right, is, is is in the field test. Did you know that? I did not know that. I mean, <laughs> the Dastari is something that's pretty uniquely, it's pretty starfindery, right? It's, it's its own thing. It's like, you know, it's not, yeah. it's not, it's not from another, it's not really a, from another, like, uh, 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 homage to another star- sci-fi thing. Mm-hmm. It's not really taken from like old Pathfinder and and ported forward, right? It's just something that I think some point someone said laser wolves, and then gave them a sort yeah. of a real name, Tashtari, but everyone calls them laser wolves. I don't really remember whether or not it was intended that they only have three legs from the very beginning, or if that was a thing that yeah. came through because the art came out weird. <laughs> I can't remember that, <laughs> but um, I think so it's actually I think a fourth it, leg that was hidden back there. Maybe I don't know. I think actually was sort of thought about. Oh, there are three legged wolves with laser chests. Yeah. Uh, was yeah. pretty. Fun oh no, no. I think I just think it's funny because the example you were talking about last time was about the laser wolf. Yeah. And then they called out specifically laser wolf, parenthesis Tashtari, <laughs> rather right. than Tashtari describing it as a laser. As I, a laser I, wolf. Yeah, that's that's funny. Yeah, that's. Yeah, I just think it's 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 kind of cool. Um, yeah, I see, you know, again, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago, um, you know, dropping a Starfinder character into a, a Pathfinder game mm-hmm. is going to have some some interesting issues. Now, if they're fully compatible, that that doesn't necessarily mean they're fully balanced either, though, right? Well, so, yeah. yeah, like a, a level five soldier uh, dropped in is going to be level five equivalent if in the pathfinder campaign i mean i think the how i mean the math is all gonna kind of math out yeah it's probably the same it's because it's built on the same chassis right yeah it, it yeah it, it's gonna be whether or not that whether or not that's you know how that's gonna be the case because what they want what they want is everyone to be able to use all the pathfinder stuff that already exists extant, right. right so we can have like oh i'm from eox i'm just gonna play a skeleton great you mm-hmm, can do that mm-hmm. um so it should be balanced amongst each other now you know it's going to be weird whether or not you how you do again like if you back in time you're there you've got your big uh you know roto laser uh and you're mowing down you know uh kobolds or goblins or whatever what happens when you run out of batteries like that that's the balance i think you know and, and not the balance exactly but that's going to be the interesting thing for people who want to do this kind of mix and match right um, right yeah well and I, I and i don't know that that when i'm thinking about this i'm you know just thinking about why i make it 100 percent compatible one of the main things i i will say is it makes it really simple for somebody who's played second edition to jump into starfinder then yeah. Right, which is not it's not hard now you know especially somebody who played pathfinder first edition to jump into starfinder but if mm-hmm. you only started with second edition and then you were to jump in and you had no knowledge of 
you know, D and D, you know, 3.0 or, or first editions Pathfinder, it would seem kind of foreign to you. And as you go along with second edition, it's going to become even more distant. So I mm-hmm. think making that, that compatibility just makes ease of transition between, uh, between the games a lot easier which I, I like a lot because I know a lot of people that play both, but some mm-hmm. that only play one or the other because of those differences. Yeah, I mean, it's true. It's true. Um, I mean, <laughs> even if you're not a new person, right, there was, a, there was that moment at the very beginning of us playing To Defy the Dragon where I went the first fight. I was like, well, I'll just go here, shoot a couple times, and then yeah. move again. And I, I can't. I can't do that. <laughs> this is right. not second edition Pathfinder. It's gotten into my brain so much uh, mm-hmm. that I was thinking, "Oh, it'd be really great! I'm gonna, I'm gonna, be, it's gonna be so awesome! I'm gonna do all this pistol stuff." Um, and then, but, but it didn't happen, obviously. Yeah. So, uh, it'll definitely make things a lot easier when you're, if especially, you know, in that time when there is, if there is, and I, and again, I don't know anything about this, but if there is ever a, a Paizo book adventure path for instance that does three volumes in pathfinder story moves on to three volumes in starfinder right and they and the stories connect in some way that makes the things for anyone working on that right and maybe it's one right. developer doing it all or, or two developers one from each mm-hmm. team but like whoever's doing that well they have a common language now right and can talk and, and, and don't have to switch gears it's going to be so much better for paizo's editors <laughs> in a lot of ways yes. right they're going to have to remember, oh, you know, obviously there's going to be some sort of computer skill in Starfinder, right? There has to be. Um, we can't just use the same skills from Pathfinder. That's going to be a little different. But for the most part, it's going to be, the language is going to be very much the same when talking about mechanics of things and whether or not you can say like, oh, I can look at something and be like, well, that's wildly, that doesn't make any sense that that should do this much damage or that should have, you know, this kind of a bonus. Right. You're not going to have to worry about that. That's going to make things a lot easier for for a lot of us in a lot of ways, right? And and the other thing, you know, in terms of creatures, right? So many people were having yeah. to try to build a stat block for a Pathfinder creature into mm-hmm. Starfinder if they wanted to use it. Now you take it, drop it in. You just drop it in, yeah, I mean, or vice versa. You know, the thing about Starfinder, we spent you were like we had all these bestiaries and. Can you take them and you should be able to use them. And that's why we have that chapter in the back of the book that says how to convert these things. Make sure to say this is touch classes, EAC and whatever. Right. But the math was never, the math was never super solid when you did that. It was just sort of like Mm -hmm. a kludge, honestly. Um, And that's why, yeah, every, nearly every chance I get, if there was something that I enjoyed from Pathfinder first edition, I would convert it to a second, a Starfinder monster in like the back of an AP. That's why the, there's the death cruiser, which is the death coach, essentially, right? There's a uh, a couple um, uh, 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 um, the a couple undead monsters that are fun. The 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 love lorn, the you know that I like. Mm-hmm. The Uri, which is based on the essentially based on the ghost from the ring, anyway, should have been as yeah should be in Starfinder, right? That's the type of thing. She's got to come out of the, your monitor at you. It's pretty creepy, but yeah, but you know, and then make up new stuff too. It's sort of the mix of the two. But like, yeah, the conversions was always like. Mm, not quite there. The other thing um, that I wonder is with <clears throat> spellcasters being able to go to max level in Starfinder, yeah. how powerful is that going to be for them? Is that just going to scale up how powerful it's, the spellcasters in Starfinder are overall or what? I don't, I mean, it's going to be different. All of this is going to feel different 
honestly, right? I mean, you look at the soldier field test. It is not the same class as the soldier. No, it's a lot different. It's a lot different. So there's going to be a lot of base assumptions made that are going to, you know, be be twisted in whatever way. Whatever spellcasting class is the mystic. We know that's coming. Uh, 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 Right. However, that's going to work. Its base abilities are are going to be in line with the fact that it has ten levels of spellcasting. Ten, sorry, ten ranks of spellcasting. Um. So yeah, it's not going to feel like oh no, they got it overpowered. It's going to be they feel like spellcasters. I'm sure. Right. There's going to be something, probably some focus stuff, whatever they do with connections right. to turn them into like how domains work. Right. Um. Probably like that. I mean, that's. That being said, I know a little bit more than that. Uh, uh, <laughs> um, and uh, there is they're, they're what they're doing is what they've said and what they did. They're not just doing the mystic is just the cleric, but in space, right? It's they're they're taking the mystic and doing something completely different with it, so that it can stand alongside the cleric in the same party and not feel like the same thing. Oh, very good. Yeah, very good. Yeah, well, it'll it'll be it'll be cool mm-hmm. to see that and. And and as you kind of alluded to with bringing a rogue in, um, I think bringing, being able to bring your Pathfinder character into a Starfinder game, especially at a higher level. Oh man, what about org play? How crazy would that be? Well, who knows, right? Well, wow. here's the, I don't think the thing people, <laughs> so there's the talk about compatibility, which is a, yeah. a, using Pathfinder stuff in Starfinder, like taking, but what that, means to me is from scratch i'm making a character or i'm leveling up a starfinder character i have the option of taking an archetype from secrets of magic for instance uh and applying that to my starfinder character i can use the rogue class i can take the poppet ancestry and use it in starfinder crossovers like taking your pathfinder character and then taking it to a starfinder game i don't I think it needs to be handled del- more delicately than just doing it. I think there's it a little be so much I, fun. If you just what, I'm, I don't, I mean, it could be, it could be fun, <laughs> but it could also kind of stink yeah. Uh, yeah. because you won't be like, I've got two swords. I'm, I show up and, you know, I show up on Akaton. I've got two swords and everyone else has got laser pistols. What, you know, what do I do? Like what, like, I have a bunch of gold. Great. Gold doesn't mean anything in the future. We go by credits now. Like, so you have, I mean, there's have to be some considerations taken into yeah. account, honestly. And I think there's a little, I'll be honest, there's, 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 but the messaging of how this is going, um, ne- might need to be watched for them to see yeah. the, oh, so yeah, people yeah. aren't expecting to show up at a Pathfinder organized play game with a Starfinder character. Yeah. I actually saw Jessica, um, uh, I'm sorry, Jenny. Jarzabski mm-hmm. post on one of the Gen Con forum saying 100% compatibility can mean many things. <laughs> so Yes. So I think yes. going forward, I think we need to be a little more careful about what, yeah. that, what managing people's expectations on what that means. Yeah. Yeah. But having a, you know, a, a core engine that runs both mm-hmm. of them and being able to understand, you know, what, what it means to build a character, to level a character, to gain exactly. experience, to mm-hmm. take actions, to get feats, to get skill feats, to get ancestry feats, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. To, like like for me, I I play a lot of Starfinder, not so much second edition. I had to figure out what all that meant and translate mm-hmm. it in my own mm-hmm. brain, you know, when I go into second edition. And now you don't have to do that. It's the same 
the same language, just yeah, different application, right? I'm using the same language, you know, to to learn psychology and learn sociology. They're related, but they're not a hundred percent. There's some overlap, yeah. but it's not there. So I think it's kind of more akin to something like that. Yeah, it's an apt metaphor, indeed. Excellent. Well, it's, I look it's, forward to that. Yeah, I was just gonna say, like, there are other RPG companies out there that have basically done this in a lot of ways. Like, you know, you take a system that's good and you use it and just sort of apply a different coat of, coat of paint to it to make it a new game, essentially. Well, I will, um, I will say that I right now I'm working on a project for um, Everyday Heroes that basically Ooh, does that. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. basically D20 modern for 5e. Fun. So yeah, so it's uh you know, it's kind of interesting because I I play some 5e not a ton mm-hmm. and as I'm working on this I don't really have to know the complete 5e engine how it all works in order to do the part that I'm working on. I just need to know the relevant great. part. So Yeah, that's great. That's great. Well, let us know when that comes out <laughs> so we can talk about it more. Uh yeah, it's it's well, it's the book's been announced. It hasn't been announced. I'm working on it, so I can't really hmm. Fair do that kind of thing. And it's probably, I think but, it's Gen Con next year anyway. Fair enough. Um, Still, though, sure. yes. diligent listeners out there can look at all the Everyday Hero books that have been announced and speculate. Which oh, one yeah, yeah, then they'll find on. out. Um, one of the things I will say is, um, mm-hmm. is part of my research that I've been doing, mm-hmm. I went book shopping and I found, oh, do I have it here? No. I do. I found hey, this book in the wild. <laughs> in the wild. Love it. Yeah. So at, at a bookstore, a very tiny bookstore. And they had like no Starfinder, but they had no. G.I. Joe, the role-playing game from Essence 20. Well, maybe someone who... Or actually runs, Renegade. Essence buys that books. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe someone who buys the books for that shop enjoys G.I. Joe. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they had several. They had uh, this and like a... Uh, one bundle with a game master screen and a couple mm, other things, yeah, yeah. and I don't. I just needed the book. I just want to look through some Fair. certain parts of it to to see because it's set in kind of modern day, and these are everyday heroes, yeah. and I just want to see what you know what uh, the system does for certain things. And there actually, you go. picked up a couple other books for other systems too while I was there. Nice. So yeah, so it's fun. Uh, anyway, so that's that was really big, exciting news, and. Um, mm-hmm. It's it's nice. I know in No Direction, the usually very quiet uh, Starfinder uh, chat channel blew up, <laughs> and, and it's been pretty active since. I lost a lot of my Thursday morning to watching the keynote, uh, talking to people about Starfinder Second Edition, uh, uh, chatting a little bit about some of the uh, people like, well, what are these new classes going to be announced for Pathfinder Second Edition? Well, I can't tell you, but. As 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 was said, they're not anything from Pathfinder First Edition. That's for sure. Um, and uh, because uh, something else got announced uh, at Gen Con from my old job that I did a little bit of work on that is uh, not coming out again. Also, not coming out until next year, uh, which is the Welcome to Night Vale role playing game. I don't know if you saw that. No, I did not. Wow, I have been holding on to that secret for a year for sure. 
Um, and uh, that's going to be pretty interesting. I'm, I'm curious now because it wasn't done when I left. So uh, uh, I'm curious to know. It's probably not done be, either. <laughs> it's probably still not done. No, I'm sure. But it was just sort of announced. It was a very light uh, uh, information, very little information. Just like, hey, it's it's said in the Welcome to Nightfell universe. It's being made by Renegade. That's all. So wow. I'm, I'm going to keep an eye on and that. And there could be I'll... crossovers with My Little Pony. That I mean, maybe if they're using SN20. <laughs> I don't know. Oh. No, it's it's uh, it's interesting. Um, you know, I, I was watching, looking at social media, and you see so many people uh, at Gen Con posting pictures mm-hmm. and meeting and doing stuff in it. It makes me really want to. I'm I'm planning on going next year already. Okay, Fair. and and I'm excited that the Starfinder playtest will be launching yeah. uh, next year, and hopefully something good. big happens at Gen Con for it. So I'm sure I'm sure they'll probably yeah. do a little bit of um the uh, demo space, yeah. right? Got to do that. Probably have a Starfinder. I did they do for the Pathfinder playtest? Did they do like a special Pathfinder Society thing? I don't think they did. I don't I don't remember one honestly. But there was a, there was an extra I mean there was the Doomsday Dawn adventure which was pat- mm-hmm. a playtest adventure so maybe they'll do another thing like that. I don't yeah. know. There there's some people who are concerned that the Pathfinder I've heard people say that the Pathfinder second edition playtest kind of hurt the, the 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 thing because so but so cuz so much got changed. There's a lot of stuff yeah. in the playtest that is not in the second edition right, that, right. for the better uh, for the for the game obviously and people saw the playtest mm-hmm. and was like no I don't like this I don't like this uh, and decided not to look at the final product unfortunately and the the Doomsday Dawn adventure was also very strange because it was sort of like now you're ninth level now you're thirteenth level just do then do this it was it was very rigid but but interesting it was it was very it was an interesting uh, uh, experiment for sure. Well, the whole playtest was was somewhat rigid. Like it, at certain times, they wanted you to play certain levels, you know, to go through certain things, and right? Yeah, to get feedback on that, and it's just kind of the nature of of testing. And I've been in right, alpha yeah. testing for video games, and it's like mm. it's not like you get to play a a pre release version. You're just like, sure. we want to test this one mechanic. You send your massive horde over here twenty times in a row to see yeah. what happens. You know, yeah, yeah. it's like. Okay, but that's what's going to be interesting about these Starfinder field tests because they're going to be releasing little chunks that they people can test out and give some feedback on early on before the huge you know info dump of a play test. Yeah, so, yeah, that'd be interesting. Well, yeah, and um, I'm I'm supposing now I don't know. Does Pathfinder Infinite and Starfinder Infinite will Pathfinder Remastered and Starfinder 2.0 fall under that as well? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, for sure. we should be prepping, learn everything we can prior to the release of Starfinder 2nd Edition so that as soon as it goes final, we can release all our infinite stuff. Boom. Sure. What do you got Because there won't be a ton Don't of content out there initially. Yeah, there won't be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll do an adventure or something. Yeah. Ooh. That's always, I'll, I'll, always easy to do. Making plans. Make it play. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do a conversion of an AP. Ooh. <laughs> I, Oof. Ooh. I don't know if you could do that. Yeah, you could try. It would be difficult. I mean, well, you know, they're under infinite. It, I don't know if you could convert a whole AP under it. Oh, that's a good point. There's people who put out versions of conversions for first edition stuff that hasn't already been second editioned. So mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. but I don't know what yeah. those look like, honestly. <laughs> I've never done yeah, it before. No, no. It's a, it's just compared to second edition, I don't remember the play test for second edition came more as a surprise. Mm-hmm. And then the launch the full launch was over a year afterwards or was it just a year? I want to say it was only a year. Yeah. So now sure. we have like a two year lead yeah. on it. And and I'm almost wondering what precipitated announcing it so soon before the actual play test. Um, I can speculate. Again, I don't know for sure. You know, because yeah. of the orc stuff uh, yes. and the remaster stuff happening, I think it was just a sort of like, well, this is happening. People know that the remaster is happening. People are going to want to know what's happening with Starfinder. And because it's going to take these two years to kind of hammer all this out, like you said, there's not going to be a lot of Starfinder content. Right. Uh, so people would be, I don't, we, they don't want people to get, not, hey, don't worry. Starfinder, I think people were already a little bit worried about Starfinder before this announcement, like, you know, through most of this mm-hmm. year, they were like, well, we haven't seen, we haven't heard about what's coming out after Scoured Stars or Mechageddon. No, there's no real announcement there. Mechageddon was supposed to actually come out probably like this fall, uh, yes. originally, and then that got pushed next year. Scoured Stars got pushed a little further. It was supposed to be out, in all, I think it was supposed to be out already, or it was going to be a Gen Con book got pushed right and so people are probably were a little concerned they were like well hold on but don't worry we're doing stuff it's just that what we're doing is second edition yeah no as soon as they announced um they were going to do the remaster as soon as the remastered thing was going to happen for pathfinder i i was guessing that remastering was going to work or second edition was coming out for starfinder Mm -hmm. i actually messaged some people that i thought might be working on that and mm. told them I would love to get on the ground floor of working on um, second edition as well. Didn't hear back. Didn't no. hear back. I'll just tell everybody that I've, I've not been working yeah. on it. Um, but I also realized everybody's really busy with everything at that time. They yes. Probably everything was in-house. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, probably most of it's going to be in-house. I don't know. I mean, I know not the original first edition Starfinder was a little other people farmed right. out. To, to do it um but i think second edition pathfinder was like 95 percent in house maybe even 100 yeah as far as i know so, yeah yeah so eh, whatever but well there will be the need for people to start working on this bef- for the whatever comes out right after we might need you know we're gonna need an alien archive we're gonna need oh, yeah. adventures um and i'm excited the way to get works. on the ground floor of that yeah to be an established starfinder freelancer mm-hmm. already in the Sure. Be able to jump in the beginning of those things. That's exciting. Yeah. yeah. So definitely. It's, it's exciting times. For sure. Well, you know, we didn't talk real specific about the field test or anything. I, I think, you know, especially as more comes out, that's something we could touch more upon. But I think sure, yeah. in general, talking about the the import of this new thing that's happening and some of the implications for it is has been mm-hmm. really good. Yeah, I'm. I, I just. I'm. It's a whole thing. It's a whole new day. <laughs> a whole new day. Yeah. Well, thanks again, uh, Jason. Um, this mm-hmm. is good, and I'm. I'm wondering if you're happy to not be on the Starfinder team at this point. Um, I mean, it's a lot of stress. I, you know, it, it's. I'm sad, right, that I don't get to be. Yeah. Not to say that I won't get to work on it, and I might. I might not. I don't know. But I. I'm not on the team, so 
probably not. Uh, I have my own stuff to do. Uh, yeah. But I am I'm I'm excited for it to be happening. Right. I'm I'm thrilled that these people. This is a basically an entirely different group of people, with the small exception of Thirsty, who was basically there in the organized play from the beginning. Right. Who 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 are coming in to Starfinder, and we're going to get their fresh takes on it. We're going to see their get their fingerprints on it and see how it turns out because it's going to be, in a lot of ways, kind of a different game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, and I look forward to it. Yeah, me too. All right. Well, I'm John, and I'm Jason, and this has been Digital Divination.